As uh, we've been hearing, the intergenerational report is to be released in uh, full today. It's warning that without action on uh, climate change, climate change poses a dire risk to the economy. Now, the chair of the National Australia Bank, Phil Kronikan, wants to see a faster transition to a renewables world and says the rapid replacement of fossil fuel exports, like coal and iron ore, are critical to maintaining future living standards. Let's get more on what we know so far from the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Uh, Peter, good morning to you. Uh, joining us in the studio, the National Australia Bank has a big financial interest in funding this switch to renewables. That's worth noting as well. So just how fast does the transition need to be? It's uh, right, Tom, a big financial interest. And of course, uh, the National Australia Bank, like other banks, have actually taken a stand not to fund uh, new fossil fuel projects or to fund material expansions of current projects. But the NAB's chair, Phil Kronikan, is armed with a report this morning from Deloitte Access Economics saying the renewable switch has to be a whole lot faster, that pretty soon the world won't want or need the current, uh, currently uh, lucrative exports of coal and iron ore that are important in uh, propping up budget revenue. But that Australia needs to exploit its natural advantages of solar, wind and critical minerals, and that could add around $435 billion to the economy by 2050, I should say, meeting new demand around the world for renewable energy, green hydrogen and enhanced metals. But Phil Kronikan told me that unless these new green exports replace traditional fossil fuel-intensive commodities, there'll be a lot less tax revenue for Treasury coffers, and that as a result... If that's not sorted out, living standards in Australia could be at stake. We don't want the Australian economy to be playing in defensive mode. We need to think about the fact that a large amount of Australia's exports today are in emissions-intensive commodities such as iron ore and coal and gas, and these are likely to decline over that time frame unless we actively look for uh, industries that can replace them and replace that export income. So we run the risk of being a materially poorer country uh, if we don't look for that opportunity now. The National Australia Bank, like other banks, has a huge stake in the new green economy. So um, has the National Australia Bank stopped bankrolling fossil fuel projects such as thermal coal? We set out target a couple of years ago that we would be um, out of doing thermal coal projects by 2030. So the answer is um, yes, we are scaling back thermal coal. We also said in terms of other uh, resources such as oil and gas that we would uh, limit our exposures to 2021 levels and then phase them down over to net zero by 2050. So do you believe that those days of funding fossil fuels are over? Are you now at the point where you won't even be risking investing in potentially stranded assets? Well, we have no interest in financing stranded assets. But you know, when it comes to banking, Peter, our big exposures are areas like commercial real estate and agriculture, which are you know, quite significant from our exposure viewpoint. And as we know, are going to be much more complex in terms of making that energy transition. So what are the big export opportunities that this report looks at? We look at what minerals Australia produces today uh, and what will be needed in the future. Now, there are some minerals that are available here that are going to be an integral part of uh, other countries' uh, transitions. As the rest of the world moves towards net zero, the world is going to be looking for solutions to produce uh, green steel, green aluminium. And of course, there is the yet unproven but uh, quite prospective opportunity for hydrogen and ammonia to be significant export markets as well. And if we are able to take a lead on renewable energy, 
then uh, we would be a natural place to be able to provide that leadership. Australia's budget is now back in surplus, but that's because of uh, corporate tax from fossil fuel exports on coal, for example. Uh, So is there a risk to the economy if those exports that have been fossil fuel based aren't quickly replaced? Even though in the short run, they've obviously been a a massive boost to the economy. If we don't replace them over the medium term, then we're not going to get that boost that we get today from significant exports. And so without that tax revenue from those traditional exports, the budget would come under pressure. And I suppose ultimately that could, could put pressure on standards or living standards or services that we've come to take for granted? Well, both. It'll be the budget uh, being impacted, but also, you know, it's not just the taxes that are paid by these industries, but they employ people and uh, support economic activity as well. So as those industries uh, go into decline, uh, we do face the prospect of living standards being lower than they could otherwise be. And that's why we're encouraging the debate about how to make a, a more rapid transition so that we can be a leader in renewable energy and renewable energy-related industries so that we can provide those services for the rest of the world. National Australia Bank Chair Philip Cronican there with the ABC's Peter Ryan, who's still with us. Peter, just before I let you go, you're off to interview the Qantas Chief Executive, Alan Joyce, uh, this morning about the airline's full-year results. What can we expect there? Well, this is a big one, Tom. Qantas is on track to deliver a record net profit of $2.5 billion for this financial year, surging travel demand. Um, That means a sharp financial turnaround for Qantas. But the big issue today, or the big uh, uh, news issue, is that Qantas's uh, chief executive, Alan Joyce, this is his final set of numbers because yeah, he's yeah. retiring in November. And, of course, shareholders love Alan Joyce because he's taken them through the global financial crisis and uh, recently the pandemic. But not so much uh, travellers, uh, delayed flights, lost baggage, and also trade unions upset, still very upset about uh, redundancies and job losses during the pandemic. So this will be a big one for today. I look forward to that interview. Peter Ryan, thank you as always for joining us. It's the ABC's Senior Business Correspondent, Peter Ryan, with